Hello, this is Elbany Riggins, life and relationship coach and author. I am the host of Relationships Really Do Matter podcast. On this podcast, we discuss the issues that destroy the very nature of relationships and how individuals can discover new ways of thinking, behaving, and believing to become their own solution for change to transform and produce healthy, loving relationships in their lives. Listen in. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is episode six of Relationships Really Do Matters. Um, Today's topic is relationships and social distance during this pandemic. Now, I know that there are many, many people out there that are doing everything that they know to do to protect themselves and their loved ones. They're isolating themselves as they have been told to do you know they are mayors of the cities that are giving instructions to the people in the different variety of communities of what the necessary steps to protect yourself and also people are staying in tune with the news listening to um, the meet the different meetings that they are they're having virtually also people are are limiting their their activities outside their homes. So I really I really can say that, you know, as a whole, we are doing the very best we can with the information that we have. And I think that um relationships in this situation really do matters because I think the best way that we can be able to protect ourselves pre- prevent and take preventive measures is that we have to have great relationships with the people that can provide us with the information and what do I why do I say great relationships because just like this pandemic pandemic started in China we as Americans and China have to have great relationships so that we can communicate appropriately in order to protect not only them, but protect ourselves as well. And I just think that um, this is important that as Americans, we all need to have great relationships with people from various countries. We need to be able to communicate. We need to be able to trust and believe in one another. We also need to understand that the way other people do things, we need to really observe the way they're doing things and make sure that that's the best practice for ourselves and take, you know, take action very quickly. We need to learn how to observe the things that are going on around us what we're hearing and move quickly because we don't know how quick things can spread and as we know like if we don't have this form of communication or we don't have a great relationship with our um our um the you know our our allies and all these other countries then sometimes things can go completely crazy and then we're wondering how do we get better control over situations where I think that we need to understand that our relationships really do matter we don't have time to be at odds with anyone as a whole as a country as a nation we don't have time because things travel very very quickly and if we don't have the right relationship then we will not connect on the level that we need to connect with and we'll find ourselves in a bitter spot like we are today where thousands of thousand people have been affected with this virus disease. I'm hearing them say disease now and I'm I'm like saying, hey, is it a virus? Or is it a disease? You know, it's kind of scary when you really don't know. And I think that one thing we need to know is that in this time when we are being advised to take precautionary actions that we need to take this thing very seriously and we need to really 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 and I am the one to talk because I love to um I love to connect with people I love to um 
you know, to just interact with people. This thing with social distance is like, it can be hard for some people. It can be very, very, very hard for some people, especially our youth, because they are not used to being confined to a central location. They are not used to not being able to connect with their college friends or their, um, you know, the students in high school are not able to connect. Now, of course, we know that they that they do a lot of this stuff on texting and um, Snapchatting and Messenger, all of this stuff and video chat. We know that they do, but it's only so long before they really, really get annoyed where they feel like I got to get out of the four corners of the home. So I just want to talk about how our relationships really do matter in times of social distancing during this pandemic. But I also want to talk about our relationships as, you know, like I love relationships. And I also want to talk about our, I'm not just, I'm just not just talking about one particular relationship, but I'm talking about relationships in general, because all of our relationships are being affected by this pandemic. And I think it's very smart of us to be on the rise of making sure that we're communicating with our loved ones, where, first of all, we're staying in contact via phone (laughs) with our loved ones to let them know that we are okay. But not only that, you want to check on your loved ones to just make sure that they're doing okay. I was having a conversation with a girlfriend today, and she called and she said, hey, girl, what you doing? And we were just talking about what things we have in our home, like in our kitchen. And we were saying, you know, it may get worse than what we think. And one of the things I was sharing with her is I was like, you know what? I I don't really feel, now this is just me. I was like, I really don't feel like I have enough canned goods in my cabin, cab, you know, my cabinet. And, you know, we were FaceTime and I was showing her, I said, how much canned goods do you have? And then she was asking me, well, let me see what you have. And so we were like opening up our cabinets, you know, being very concerned because we don't know how bad this situation is going to be. So we open up the cabinets and we looking at each other cabinetry, looking at each other canned goods. And we saying, well, I think you'll be fine. And, and I'm saying, you sure? And she's saying, yeah. And I said, you don't look like you have that much, but you think we're going to be okay? And one thing that she said, she said, you know what? If you ever run out, you can always just knock on the door and I'll least you can always make a call. This is what she said. You can always make a call. Tell me you're on your way and I'll leave you some outside the door. So there are things that we can do to take care of each other to make sure that we are OK during this time, because we don't want to we don't want to really go out. I mean, for some people, you have to be very, very careful when you go out. Some people, and, and especially the young adults, the young, the teenagers, the young adults, the 20-year-olds, they're not as observant as some of us older adults are when they go out in the public. So I have encouraged my children, listen, don't go out unless you just have to. They're college students. They have their own place. And, you know, they're like, look, they came home and then they had to go back to their home. And, you know, when they came home, I had food here. But then when they went back, they were like, mom, we got to go grocery shopping. I'm like, "Okay, I don't really want you all to go grocery shopping, but I know that you all have to have food. And I wish I could have done it for them. But I said, listen, precautions are needed. So one of the things I was expressing to them, I said, listen, when you go to the grocery store, do the gloves take your hand um your wipes and wipe the carts off when you get through shopping well while you're shopping you want to stay the six feet distance from people if you see someone coughing or sneezing you want to walk the other direction you don't want to breathe the same you know breathe in that air where they're sneezing and coughing you want to stay far as far away from people as possible and i know that this can really be odd for them because they're so used to being in each other's faces and closing and touching, being close up and touching one another. And I'm just like, you can't do that right now. You have to really protect yourself. I was literally having a conversation with my neighbor and, you know, just naturally thing that we want to do when we meet people or we greeting people, we want to hug, we want to, you know, you know, tap the hand, 
shake the hand and all that. And I'm just like standing back from a distance like, oh, I'm not I'm not going there. You know, it's like we have to change our habits. And sometimes it can be hard for the youth. So I'm telling my kids, listen, like I'm saying now's the time that you don't have time to be careless. You have to be careful at everything you do. So I'm like, go to the grocery store, but protect yourself, you know, get in and get out. Don't be lagging around. Don't be in there trying to look at anything that you don't need. Just get what you need and go home. Once you get in your car, take your gloves off before you get in the car. Dump in the trash. Alcohol sanitize your hands. Wipe down your car with sanitary napkins and uh, clean your steering wheel, everything. Just clean all the things that you normally touch in your car. Because from what I'm understanding, this germ this bacteria it stays on the surface for like days i'm hearing at first i heard hours but then i heard days so you know that's even you know another thing that you need to be precautious about that we don't really know i heard i heard hours but then i turned around and i heard days so we have to take the extra precautions that we need to make sure that we understand that this this bacteria is present and it can be sitting anywhere and you cannot see it with the visible eye. So you have to take precautions. I'm also understanding that it is not, it doesn't, I think what I heard the lady on the news saying today, like, you know, it it doesn't hold as well in, in fabrics, but more so hard surfaces, you know, like tables, doorknobs, you know, but like in cloth, it doesn't hold as much. But I don't know how true is true that is so don't take me at my word but I know that with the the hard surfaces your doorknobs and stuff like that you want to make sure you wipe that down with bacterial what you know antibacterial wipes and also you want to get some sprays I know that Lysol was completely completely off the shelf when I was able to get out to the store so what I did was there was another spray it's almost like um you know how you can do the uh, surface cleaner to get what is it called? It's a multi-surface cleaner. It's almost like it's almost like Pledge, but it has an antibacteria in it. So when you spread on your surfaces, it will clean the bacteria away from the surface. So I got some of that, and I do my furniture and my countertops down with that. And so I just think you know whatever we can do. And also, if you don't have those things in your home. Also share this information with your loved ones that you can take like soap and water and put some Clorox in it and make your own cleansing agent to help protect your home. So I'm just saying that I hadn't at first, I wasn't really watching the news. I really wasn't um, staying up and up with all the stuff that was going on with this virus and how serious it was. But I realized that I had started feeling, I wasn't feeling well myself and I had to figure out, well, okay, what's going on? Because now I'm hearing more and more about this virus and and I have not been feeling well. So I was like, let me look at what are the symptoms of this stuff? Because what I'm understanding that people can be exposed to the virus and have caught the virus and have no symptoms. And they can pass it from person to person. And they don't even have any symptoms. So like Eldris Elba, I think he was one of the persons that he didn't have any symptoms, but he had been exposed to it. So he went and had a test done and he found out that he had it, you know. So it's something that we need to seriously take seriously. So there's this test that you can do for for it, you know, for yourself to just see if there's any symptoms that you may have and one of them because it's supposedly this this virus or this disease it it affects your lungs and so they say hold your breath for like 10 seconds and if you don't have if you have if you have a situation where you are having any pains or it's hard for you to breathe you know it's hard for you to hold it you know anything like that then there's some there's something that you may want to go ahead and contact your physician or if you're having difficulty breathing also if you've had like the flu-like symptoms maybe you've had fever you know chills um uh 
you know, like stuff like that going on, you may want to consider contacting your physician before you go to the doctor. They're not advising you if you don't have the symptoms to not go to the doctor. So look, read up on the con, con BID 19 all from the CDC, get the right information. Make sure you go into the right places to get the right information and understand exactly what the symptoms are before you go to the doctor because you can put yourself at risk by going out to the doctor's offices because some people there have already been exposed or don't know that they're exposed and you're going into these offices and you really don't know. So really they're saying like really stay away from the doctor's office because they want to limit the interaction between people so that other people won't spread it and it won't spread as fast. So just take the precaution just because you feel a certain way don't mean that you need to run exactly out there to the doctor. You want to protect yourself, but also protect other people. And one of the, another thing about, let's just talk about this relationship thing. When we have a good relationship with people, we care. We care about our, our, community we care about the health of others so in that being said if you know that you are sick then that is the one reason why you should isolate yourself do not allow yourself when you know you have symptoms and you're not feeling well to just go out amongst the living and <laughs> go out amongst the living people the people that are well the people that are out there trying to say hey i need to get to the grocery store because there are things that i need and these things i want to get now so i don't have to expose myself as much to the community so if you know you're sick get i mean we all have neighbors we all have friends i mean there's I mean, I'm pretty sure there there's somebody that we can call and say, hey, I am sick, but I just need you to just go to the grocery store for me, pick up me some items and just leave it on my doorstep. I think we can do that and have and be in relation to what is going on with many Americans to be able to protect each other and to be able to care for one another. I think that, you know, that's something we can do. We don't have to be so... Um, out of tune with how we can interact with people in that type of way. Like I even saw on TV and I thought this was amazing that people are thinking like this, the elderly people, their immune system is not as strong as the youth. They are not, um, they cannot protect themselves as highly as the youth can. So we need to take precautions about grandchildren and grandparents or like the children and the parents. If you know that you have elderly parents or grandparents and you're active, you're going out to work or going out amongst other people, you've been in the grocery stores, you've been in and out of places, it's it's probably smart that you think about your parents or your grandparents. You don't need to go over their houses. You don't need to, um, you know, do that. You need to take in consideration that they are not as strong in their and with their immune system. Now, you do have some that have healthy immune systems, but just let's just just talk for a minute about, you know, they are elderly and. Their immune system is not as strong as a 20-year-old's immune system if they're taking care of themselves. So we want to take precautions. We want to love them from a distance, right? We want to love them from a distance. So that means picking up the phone, talking to mom every day, picking up the phone, talking to dad every day. If you need something, just say, hey, mom, I'm coming by to get something. Put it on the doorstep. I'm, I'll come by and pick it up. You don't have to, you don't have to see, you don't have to touch, you don't have to breathe in this, the same air. You can just do what you need to do and just move on. But you can check on them every day. You can see them. This one guy was on the news and he was talking to his dad outside the window or grandparent, whoever he was. But they were sitting at the window like dad was sitting at the window inside the house and son was sitting at the window outside the house on the cell phone talking to each other. He could see him. So I think there's a smart way that we can protect each other. And I just think that we need to take these precautions and not be so you know, inconsiderate of one another. So I have some things that I want to share about this whole um, 
thing about taking the right precautions and having great relationships and social distancing yourself, what you can do to help better connect with people, even though you are a bit away from each other. And this thing about the beaches, I don't even know what to say about this. These young kids don't understand that when they come from that beach, they're coming home to their parents because school is out. Or they're coming home to other people that may have not been exposed. They're coming, you know, they're 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 gonna be traveling this thing from person to person. You got all these kids on these beaches and they all just all around and just doing what they do. And I don't understand why this never got shut down long before now. And these kids don't understand that they may be the carriers because they are they have they have high immune systems. Their immune system is, is 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 up there. But they will come into contact with somebody else that may not have as high of an immune system. And they can spread this disease. I mean, they can spread it like wildflower, you know, just quickly amongst each other. And then they bring it back home because they're coming home back to mom and dad's house and they've been exposed to it. So I really think that we need to have the conversation with our children about, you know, you want to go out and hang with your friends and, you, hey, it's, it's just a small group of us. No, it's time to stop all the little gatherings. We need to just stop our children. You know, our young adults, they think that, oh, we okay. It's not affecting us. It's affecting the elderly. Yeah, but when you go out to the store, you affecting the elderly because they got to go out and get stuff too. And you know, it's just take that in consideration. Or when you go out, you come back home to parents. Take that in consideration. So anyway, not to get on my soapbox, but let's understand the precautionaries. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Understand the precautionaries. There are precautions that we need to take. First of all, make sure that we understand that this is an airborne. From what I'm understanding, is airborne. You can touch it on a surface. You can breathe the air. Somebody sees it can get you just that quick. So take extra precautions to understand six foot distance. If you're gonna go somewhere, you can. You need to have enough space between you and the other person that you do not have to touch them and you do not have to breathe on them. You want to make sure that the only reason why you're going out is because. You have something that you really, really need. And if you're going out, be smart about what you're doing. You know, make sure that you are wearing gloves. Make sure you are wiping down surfaces that you touch, that you know you have to touch. The plan is to go in and only touch what you are getting and get on out of there. Not touching all over stuff and, you know, you know, just go in there, get what you need and get out of there. Also, you want to make sure that you're cleansing your hands, hygiene, 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 good hygiene. And one thing I had a conversation with a nurse at UAB and one of the things that she said, which made sense to me. And I was I was in there and I was in the grocery store and she was like, everybody is getting hand sanitizer and all that, which is good. And we do need it. But she said also, how about getting some mouthwash? She said, get them germs out of your mouth, you know, kill the bacteria in your mouth. Like we have bacteria that's collecting in our mouths. We still need to pr protect ourselves by killing the bad bacteria. So mouthwash, do your, make sure you're keeping great hygiene with your um, cleansing your mouth properly, washing your hands, washing underneath, you know, your fingernails making sure that you're cleansing your body regularly. I just think that that's part of your hygiene and it can keep you. Because, you know, when you sneeze, you sneeze on your arms. Sometimes we sneeze in the inside of our arms. So we need to make sure that we're keeping our body clean. We need to make sure that we also are keeping our homes clean because sometimes you got people coming in and out, which we want to slow down the traffic, but we want to take precautionaries. Now, this is another thing. Now's not the time for people to be coming in and out of your house. Like you have the cable man coming to check on this. You got a uh, repair guy coming in. You got um, you got the electrician. You got the plumber. You got the the um, the 
the bug man coming in. It's now's not the time for people to be inside, in and out of your home. So you really need to take those type of precautions and slow the traffic down. And you might want to consider putting it on hold. I had a lady that called me. <clears throat> And she's like, hey, we in the area and we come through Birmingham. Now, listen to the communication. We come through Birmingham area. And so we want to know if we can come by and check out um, something in your home. And I'm like, right now is not the good time. I said, well, really and truly, because of all of this stuff that's going on, I really just don't think it's a good time that you come in my home right now. So let's just reschedule this for a later date when everything kind of settles down. I don't think it's smart to have people coming in your home to repair stuff or to fix something. Um, before it got to this point, the cable guy came in. And when he came in, he was coughing. And I was like, man, you know what? And later, days later, days later, days later, um, all this talk about the corona and how now we on an emergency, we need to shut it down. And I thought about, well, you know, I just had the cable guy come in. So it was like, you know what? I need to make sure I spray my house down. Everything he touched, I sprayed. The door handles, um, things, you know, areas that I, I had to spray it down. So it's just things that we need to take precautionaries. Um, what are some other things that Maybe some precautionaries that we need to make sure. Like I said, you know, when you get in and out of your car, use your wipes, use your gloves. When you get in your car, before you get in your car, if you've been out in the store, take your gloves off and throw them away. And then get in your car and wipe down the stuff in your car. I just think anytime you have outside interaction, you need to make sure you wipe down your vehicle if you're driving. And then when you come home, you want to make sure you spraying your doorknobs down and wiping them and make sure you sanitize your hands frequently. Wash and sanitize your hands frequently. Um, I think that you spray your house with the Lysol spray to just make sure that the air is clean. Um, some other precautionaries. I mm, this is a good one. I was talking to a coworker, and one of the things that they shared is that you know I said, "Hey," because they are all on this health thing, and I said, "So tell me, what is something that we need to do that would help us to help better protect us during this Corona thing?" Con, con the COV, <laughs> COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen. And they said you need to implement a diet, and the diet is a liquid diet. They said you need to make sure that you're up on your fluids. And when you, while you're up on your fluids, what happens is, is that the bacteria cannot attach itself as quickly and easily than if you ate a... Um, a food diet, like if you were eating heavy meals or not even heavy meals, but if you're eating meals, the bacteria can can, can easily attach itself in, into the different areas of your body, you know, like you're, you know, it can attach itself because you are, you're eating food and you're not, it's not, it's not cleansing itself through your system. Is not leaving your body as quickly as if you, if you had more fluids in your body. You're completely, constantly going. You're flowing. It's flowing out of you because you're constantly going to the restroom. You you're getting rid of those liquids, so it doesn't stay in your body as 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 long as it does when you're um on a meal. You know, you're eating food more so than just drinking fluids. So they say that when this bacteria you know you want to make sure that your mouth is always moist they say that you also want to make sure that you're drinking plenty of water um and that you're staying hydrated because and keep your hands out of your face you know keep it away from your face completely because you the bacteria gets in your um your airways and if it get in your airways that's how it can really affect your body your lungs and then it can break you down to the point where you can catch the virus more quickly. So by you having a fluid, a liquid diet, um, it can flow down into your um, your stomach and the acids in your stomach can kill it off quickly. So that's the reason why you do need to stay hydrated. So that's why it's very important that you drink plenty of fluids and get plenty of water. Water is always good. 
But um, those are some things that you need to take into precaution. Just make sure that you're you're drinking more than you're eating so that if you do come in contact with it, it, it can easily be rinsed out of your system and you're not dry, you're not dehydrated, things of that nature that affect you. So those are the things that I want to say about understanding the precautionaries that you take, making sure that you stay distance from people. It's not good to be, um, it's not good from what I'm understanding it's not good to be in large crowds. Of course, we all know that. That's common sense. Some of this is common sense. You don't want to be in a large crowd, but you also want to be very careful of small crowds because you don't know who is a carrier. You don't know because they don't have some of these people that may have have, have came in contact with it or have the virus. They don't have some of them have it's been said that some of these people don't have any signs or symptoms for days i read that 27 days and they didn't even know they had it for 27 days they had been exposed to it and did not know they had it because they had no symptoms for 27 days so it's very important that you know we just kind of like stay within you know your household whoever it is that you live with that's that's who you need to make sure that you just confine yourself to that space and you and those people need to kind of distance yourself. So for me in my household, I'm not really in my kids face. I'm not I'm not getting in their faces. I'm not breathing, you know, all up on them and I'm not allowing them to breathe up on me. You know, we are we are even in our own household because I have had to go to the grocery store and I have had to, you know, come in contact with surfaces and stuff like that. I just made it my own decision, you know, that I do spray and do all those other things, but I have distanced myself so that me and the kids are not breathing in each other's faces and we're not really touching each other, you know, things of that nature, which is kind of hard, but. I had to catch myself because I was like wanting to kiss all over, kiss all over my son and hug and kiss on my my girls. But I had to realize that I got to create that space between us. So, in conjunction with that, I want to also tell you all to trust the process. Whether we want to believe it or not, <clears throat> this too shall pass. And I think that the way that it will pass if we do. Stay in our homes, only go out when we really, really need to. And if you do go out, take the necessary precautions. But trust in the process is basically this. If we do what we're supposed to do, we isolate ourselves and we, you know, um, take, you know, do the proper cleansing, house cleaning, sanitizing, you know, keeping up with our own hygiene, having good hygiene, this, we will protect ourselves. We're self-protecting ourselves. And I think that the more and more distant that we stay from other people, the less people will become affected by this virus slash disease. I also believe that as time passes, just like the flu, it, it will last for a period of time. And then after a period of time, the system, the, the, the symptoms subside. So I think that if this is just a virus, like a cold, flu, you know how we get a cold, cold will run its course and then it will subside. Flu runs it, its course and it subsides. Now, when they say disease, that's a whole nother thing. I don't know. I think that I don't know how this thing called disease will work because a virus and a disease is two separate things for me. My understanding, a virus is something that is going to run its course and then it's nothing that you really can do, you know, but allow it to run its course and then it will subside. A disease is something that it just you have ongoing. So I just don't really know what to expect. So I am interested to understand more so when I heard them saying, and I just heard this today, and they may have been saying it all along, 
like I said, at first I wasn't watching the news as much, but I started watching the news every day, trying to learn more, trying to educate myself a little bit more and just get, you know, understanding what's going on. But now I'm hearing the term disease. So I'm inquire. I'm there. I'm getting inquiry, you know, curious. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting a little bit curious about what this is. So trust the process, though. Do what the officials say to do. Take the necessary precautions and let's protect ourselves and our loved ones. And I think that this too shall pass. I think that because they see that this is worsening, I think that they're right now putting some things in place that will really help us and hurt us. Because at first, by not sharing the information about, you know, we had cases, people were being affected and they were not speaking on it. They weren't sharing it with the community. I think by sharing it and letting people know, making the awareness, increasing the awareness have made people be a lot more precautious and take this thing more seriously. But I think the more information is being put out there, people can begin to trust in the information and begin to create healthy habits to help protect themselves and to put up those necessary protective barriers to keep in place until this all, you know, it gets past however long it's going to last. Um, the next thing I would like to share is create healthy habits that protect you and your loved ones. And I already hinted on those. Like I said, healthy habits is making sure that you're eating properly, making sure you're staying fluid. You know, you're keeping the right amount of fluids in your body. Staying active because I think the more active you are, it helps boost your immune system. So I think while we're all people are off their jobs right now, some people are not able to um, leave. They're working from home, however, or some people just off completely. I just think, you know, finding ways to, you know, some people don't think that they can even go outside. But from what I heard on the news today, you can go outside. You just need to make sure that you're distancing yourself from other individuals. So go outside and move your body. Do some exercise in homes. Like I, I saw today, like the YMCA, they have a free app where they're doing exercises that you can watch online. So I think that's awesome. So those are some healthy habits. I think you need to, you know, just like one of the things that I have started doing and I have really enjoyed it the last couple of days, I've been getting outside in my backyard and I have been doing some, I have been planting flowers. I have been, you know, watering the yard, planting flowers, cutting down, you know, just shrubs. I've been doing that and it has really you know, I just really have been connecting with that. And I just think that that's good because, you know, we breathe the green air. And what I mean by the green air is I'm talking about flowers and plants. They help cleanse. There's That's good for your, your breathing. You, you're breathing in the right type of um, stuff. You know, it kills that um, monoxide. You breathe in the, the, the better you know, oxygen, you're getting in the healthy stuff in your body when you're around plants and stuff. And always know that getting outside is good for the body. It's good for you to connect with the earth. So um, just creating healthy habits that protect you and your family and loved ones. So sometimes, you know, when people get depressed and they're they're uh, secluded from other people. Sometimes it can it can create other problems for them, mental issue, mental health issues, things of that nature. People struggle with. So I just think that you know those healthy habits are you know get active. Don't just sit in the house and and uh, think that you can't go outdoors. Go outdoors. Move your body. Take your phone and turn on a podcast. Turn on some nice music. Tune in on in something to be to feel like you're connected to some people, you know, even though you're not face to face with people, but get connected to people on some kind of level. Um, education, utilize this time to, you know, do whatever, you know, to to grow yourself, to learn. And those are uh, some of the things that I wanted to point out about um, 
enjoy the quietness also because sometimes we are so busy and we don't realize that um, being busy sometimes keep us from connecting with ourselves and being aware of some of the habits that we have have um, created and they're not healthy habits. But now's the time is to just sit back and really get to know us all over again. Get to know yourselves by getting in a quiet space and really just, you know, connecting with you, asking yourself some important questions, um, finding out what you really like, what you really want to change in your life, not being so busy, you know, but take this time to slow down and really learn you and learn new, you know, you can even learn a new, um, create new habits, learn a new hobby, you know, you know, all kinds of things, get things done, create and bond with your loved ones. This is the time to bond with the people that you love. Now, how is this going to affect your relationship? Because I know that, um, you know, that people are dating and now you're not able to date. You may not be in a, um, a, you may not be in a relationship where you and your partner are visiting one another's homes or he's, he's there with you. You, he come to your house. You may be in a relationship where it's fairly new. So you're not doing that. He's not coming to your home. You may be meeting at a public place. And so, um, you may be affected by the social distancing because you're not able to get out and meet your, you know, the man or the woman that you're interested in because it's new love. It's a new relationship. And you're just on, you're just on the brink of, Hey, this is our second date, or this is our third date. We're not visiting each other's home. So what do you do? in this time and I say pick up your phone and do FaceTime do FaceTime you know or you know utilize text messaging and sometimes you know you want to you don't want to really distance yourselves from people especially at the time where you're just meeting somebody and you're really into them and you really want to connect with them but because of this pandemic we need to just take the necessary precautions, but at this time when things are slow, when you have been slowed down because it has been a demand or a need to distance yourself from people, I think this is the proper time to really create a better bond with someone that you're getting to know because it eliminates you from being so busy like and distracted from outside interferences. Now you have that time to say, you know what, well, what, things do you like or what at this time where if you can think of things that you can communicate about um, learning how to get to know that person on a deeper level and really getting getting down to the nitty-gritty of having conversations that are more meaningful I know that sometimes that this can create um this can create an opportunity for you in your relationships to really understand the person better and even to find out who this person really is, because just imagine if you met someone and you're in a relationship where you're starting today and all of a sudden the dates have been like put on a standstill. You cannot go out on a date and you really want to know what this person's all about. So what better way to find out what this person's about than to have them being in a being secluded? So you'll find out, well, what are they interested in? So you'll find out during this time what kind of things this person is doing. This person may be like, hey, they got to, they, you can find out, do they drink in their spare time? Do they get bored and they like to increase on the booze, you know, drinking? Do they have a drinking habit? Do they, are they depressed? Because you can tell by the conversations you have you know, what, what's going on with them because you, you can do the FaceTime, you can do the phone conversations. You can really find out the state of mind of a person when they're not so busy. It's easy for us to cover up our issues. <laughs> Very easy to cover up our issues when we are busy and we're active. But when we have to slow down, 
we get really in tune with the real person. And so this is a better time to really find out, well, what did this person value? What did this person into? So this person's conversation may be like, you know, I'm very concerned about the earth. I'm very concerned about um, my family, my loved ones. You can really see who this person really is when it comes to a time like this. Because they're going to be communicating the things that really are valuable or really meaningful to them. Do you care about um, your family? Like, I haven't heard you talk about anybody, your family. I haven't heard you say anything about you want to check on your children. You want to check on your mother. You want to check on your father. You want to check on some of your coworkers. I haven't heard you say anything. The only thing you've talked about is, man, I wish I could go out. Man, I wish we can go for some drinks. You know, things like that. Like, what, where, where's your mind? So you can really find these things out in this time because people, when there is a situation like this happening, people get, some people get really serious and they start to be concerned about other people and about the state of, and the lives of their loved ones. And they get concerned about their own health and their own, you know, the risk and all those things. So you can really find out if this person has a nurturing spirit, they have a caring spirit, or are they selfish, inconsiderate, are they lazy? You can find out a lot of stuff about people when they have to be slowed down. So take that time to get to know the person that you're you're in a relationship with or you're trying to build a relationship and create a bond with the people that you love, your your mother, your sister, your auntie, uncles, you know, it's time, it's this time, you can talk more, because you're not so busy, because why, because a lot of people are not working right now, so you have the time, you can't say, well, I was so busy, I didn't have time to pick up the phone and call my dad, or I didn't have time to pick up the phone and call my sister. I didn't have time to call my brother. You know, you have the time now because we are forced to slow down. So your relationships at this moment should be increased, increasingly so much better than they were before. And that's what we're going to talk about next is communicating your risks. So know that when you do talk to your loved ones, talk to them about the risk factors of their involvement with activities outside their homes, about allowing people to come to their homes, talk about the risk that's going on with the 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 um scams. Scam, 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 scams. People are taking advantage of people during this time. You got people that's gouging, you got people that's calling your elderly parents and telling them that hey, you haven't paid this bill and we found out that this was a bill that you owed and if you don't pay it, we're gonna um we're gonna um what's the we're gonna um garnish your wages or we're gonna cut your lights off, we're gonna cut your water off, you need to pay this bill. We haven't received any payments from you in 30 days, your bills are high. So everybody needs to be communicating with your loved ones about risk factors because they are real and they are happening. They're happening all over with different things. People are being ridiculous. Even the banks. The banks are taking the necessary precautions to protect your money, whatever, whether you believe it or not. I was ordering something from, um, it wasn't in the States. It was not in the United States. It was from another country. I was ordering some, I was ordering a, a service and my bank rejected the, rejected it and sent me a text message while I was trying to order it and said, XXXX was um, being um, was 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 an a order or a purchase that was being purchased. If this is fraud, text yes. Or if this is not a fraud, no. And so I was sitting there trying to read the text and understand exactly which one because I knew it was a valid purchase. And I end up saying yes. And then I realized, I said, wait a minute, I'm supposed to have said no, and I did no. And then when my order didn't come through, I said, hey, I, I, I sent the message to the company. I said, hey, I ordered this product, and it didn't, I never got it. And then they researched, and they said, well, your bank, 
declined it as a fraud so you need to contact your bank so they can release it so it can be ordered so i end up getting my order you know long story short i end up getting it but i think it's important that they are taking the precautionary measures to protect your money during this time i also heard on the news you know and this is something that you need to take take in consideration that they're saying don't um, try to take large sums of money, cash out of your bank account. So they don't want you to do that. Banks are going to be open, they say. It's just going to be limited hours and, you know, they're going to close certain branches. So those things are important that we need to understand that although you may feel like this is something bad and that it is some high risk out there for different things, you need to communicate with your elderly parents. And your loved ones to just let them know that you don't need to give out any of your pertinent, you know, um, your information, your personal information over the phone to anybody. I don't care what company they say they are. You do not give out any of your personal information over the phone when someone has called in to you. Now, if you call an organization, it's totally different. But if they call in to you, I would not give out any of my personal information, bank account information. I don't care if they saying, hey, you owe this money. I'm going to give me a number that I can call your company back and I'm going to validate it based on the statements that I get in the mail. I'm going to call a number on the statements. I'm going to go online and research the company just to make sure that I'm calling the right numbers because just because they give you a number, sometimes they are fake numbers that people, scammers, make up. So you have to be very, very, very careful. Um, last but not least, I said, I also said before I say last but not least, play it safe by staying aware. A lot of people don't like to watch the news, but now's the time to turn them TVs on and watch the news. The reason why we need to watch the news is because we need to know what's going on. We need to know what is going on, what the government is saying, what they're telling us to do, and how we need to do it. Some things are happening right before our eyes. They're coming up with something I think I heard today that they said malaria, M-A-E. L-A-R-I-A. I heard it on the news. They, this guy was talking from the university of some school, some university. He was saying that they have found it that 100% people are being recovered through the malaria drug. So they are doing some studies out there. So it's, in, it's important because if you go, if you find out that you're infected and you go to the doctor and they offer you something or somebody call or somebody, you know, says something, you need to know what is being said because i've even heard that there are people scamming people saying that hey this drug right here will um will kill the virus and it's fake it's all fake so you really need to stay aware of what you know the government officials are saying about the drug and also you know about businesses and companies closing and what you do need to do and what you don't need to do so stay aware by watching the news and communicating with your loved ones to make sure that they are okay, making sure that if you are you have loved ones and they have a cough, they're not feeling good, that you know how to help them. You know how to help them do self-tests, but you also know where the testing locations are so they can get the proper care that they need. So that's why I think it's very important to stay afloat on the news, but also communicate with your loved ones because Things that you may not know, somebody else have probably heard or have had communications with somebody that can give you information that may be helpful. I know I did, you know, somebody called me and they shared something with me that was um, communicated. And I think I'm so thankful that they told me because I wasn't aware. So it is it's good to be in communication with people and staying aware. So don't just stay in your houses and not picking up the phone and communicating with people. But stay afloat and talk to people. Turn your TVs on and watch the news. It's so good to do that. And last but not least, let's explore. Explore during this time. We've been in this um, this. We've been in a position right now for quite some time and um, because we've been here, we've been on this earth long enough to know that things happen. Things are going to happen and some things we can prevent and some things we can't. 
there's preventive measurements that we can take and we all know that we've talked about those preventive measurements and precautionaries the things that we need to um, be precautious about but just explore this time to take advantage of anything that's an opportunity for advancement for growth for building better relationships for connections for better health everything everything we need to really explore during times like this because i think there although things happen as a mishap but every bad situation can have a good ending it can be some good out of anything bad and there can be something positive that we can take and we can recreate for ourselves so when i say explore and take advantage um just take advantage of what we can do instead of the things that we're not able to do because we don't know how long this is going to keep us down i i saw on the news it was saying something about it this could last up to 18 months that's a long time but while we're here in this space and it hasn't it is increasing every day take advantage of and explore some new things new things like i know you can't really do a whole lot it's a lot of things that are closed shut down you can't do anything i know there are people out here that have habitual things that they do like shopping they're habitual shoppers that feel like man they're isolated they can't do what they want to do but explore different things you know you don't have to go to the store to shop you can do online shopping um some people love to go to the gym and they are never really did anything outdoors explore it's warming up this spring is here so create some different habits create some different um opportunities for yourself get in tune with things that you never thought you may even explore um i just think it's a great time for us to just catch up on some things there's things you know i've been doing some cleaning i've been moving things around in my home i've been um resting my body needed rest so i've been resting you know some people don't slow down enough to relate to rest and relax in their own space so do these things do some reading do some writing i thought about i got a book that i want to write it's time you have the time now so don't look at this as such a bad thing that you can't live your life you can live your life and you can recreate your life you can do something different there are so many things and so many different ways and i and i say this again there are so many different ways that this virus slash disease has affected americans and other countries that is is hurtful it's painful it can be very painful and can leave some people in a very bad situation think about how communities are shut down we can't interact but there are things that still happening where people need to have gatherings you got funerals that's going going to be taking places but things have to change based on what's happening in the in the in the world so just think about there's companies that are closing they cannot function because you know they have to shut down because this virus is affecting us in many many ways so let's just think about and be very very precautious but also be mindful of how it is affecting the homes and the lives of every individual. So let's love and let's take care of one another. And I will see you on the next episode of Relationships Really Do Matter. Before I go, I want you to know that relationships do matter, you guys. So build your relationships every day. Connect and bond with people every day regardless of how you feel and how you may or may not feel the need to connect but i think that connection is we were not built to be on this earth alone so i think that there are connections that we need to make with people and i think that we need to make the right connections but we need to be positive and we need to make sure that we shed shed some love 
and care for one another. Take care. See you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share, rate, and review us. Share with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and rate this podcast so that we can build our listenership to thousands and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Sharing is caring, and we need you to share this podcast to spread the love, to share the news, and to help build better relationships. Also, if you would like to connect with Albany, please send us an email at support at to learn more ways to build better relationships and to change the way we think and the way we connect with one another. See you on the next episode of Relationships Really Do Matter.